Uh, welcome back. Um, this is new. Something I'm gonna start doing. Um, I'm Herbert. Obviously, uh, Gavin and Offenbach are currently not here. We've been, you know, very short with podcasts here recently. We haven't posted one since probably the draft. But there's something I want to start doing. Uh, so welcome to the first edition of the More Steelers podcast. I guess it would be the More Pittsburgh podcast, where um, it kind of started. I literally was just texting them to see if they wanted to record it. I said. I've got way too much shit I need to get off my mind about this Steelers game that just happened in Cincinnati. Um, or Steelers game that happened against Cincinnati. Um, like I said, I'm Herbert. Uh, this will be probably a one-week thing. It might be after game days. or might be after games every week that I want to try to do. Just kind of sum up what happened. Um, Buffalo game, obviously, and then the Raiders game. We won't, can't really talk about those, but we'll talk about the Cincinnati one that just happened. Final score, 24-10. Um, Cincinnati over Pittsburgh. Knocks Pittsburgh down to one and two. In case you can't tell, I'm sunburnt as hell. I was at the game. Um, man, where do I start? Oh my god! So offense comes out stalls. That's not surprising. Offense, in recent memory, doesn't do shit on the first drive as it is. We've I how many time? How many years have we been? How many games has it been since we scored on opening drive touchdown? Who knows? But and then Cincinnati's offense comes out. And they can't do anything. Eventually, Burrow throws a pick. It bounces off. Uh, I want to say it's James Pierre or Minka. It bounces off, goes in the air, and Terrell Edmonds comes down with it. Stadium's rocking. You know, that's great. You know, we get momentum. I'm like, okay. Well, the offense comes out, stalls, obviously, and throws a pick to – let me bring it up here. Um it's just got the fucking – touchdowns and shit um give me a second he throws a pick uh to a d lineman i'm pretty sure it's tipped um nope yeah this one okay so Blah, blah, blah. Do a full play-by-play. Intercepted. So, Ben uh, Burrow throws a pass intended for Tyler Boyd. It's intercepted by Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds takes it back for 15 yards. Then immediately, here's, okay, so first two drives for Pittsburgh. Three plays, negative 13 yards. Second drive, three plays, negative three yards. That's an interception. I mean, come on. It's picked off. It's intended, and it's picked off by Logan Wilson. No gain. Cincinnati scores touchdown. Eight plays. Pittsburgh punts. Minus five yards on a sack. Ben got sacked so much today. It was insane. Um, Defensive pass interference. I will say Ben is doing a lot of being able to notice at PI this year a lot more. I don't know if he's meaning to do that, but it is – He's hitting that a lot more. Uh, Najee Harris. Najee had some good runs, but I don't think Derrick Henry could run behind that O-line. Um, but punt, Cincinnati punt. Then we finally, I mean, uh, there's people behind me. It was started on our own 14-yard line, and the guy goes, I don't trust this Steeler offense to get from the 14-yard line down to the end zone. I can't say I blame him, but they ended up doing it. it. Took nine minutes, but yeah, it's Najee Harris left. 
for one yard. Ben can't hit not Ben pass short to Najee for seven yards. Pass short to Fryermuth for three yards. Ben gets sacked, second and fifteen. Juju over the middle for sixteen yards. Gets us a first down. Dotson gets a holding call. That was a uh, a Najee. Went up pretty. And Najee Harris up the middle for 20 yards because Najee had ran a pretty good run on that holding call, too. Most of Najee's good runs were all called back. Whether it was holding, it, it just, he can't. It, I mean, it's not his fault. Can't catch a break on his runs, though. No gain over the middle for six yards. Over the middle for six yards. Pass short to Derek Watt for three. Up the gut for two. Short left for 18 again, but it's just and that shovel pass to Pat Fryer moved for the touchdown. The only touchdown we scored. Um, and then it was just all down the hill from there. Another interception, literally threw it to the guy, Logan Wilson again. But here's the there's two drives I want to talk about. Cincinnati's up 24 to 10. At this point, we're down. I mean, we're getting a drive going. Ben over the middle, short. It's incomplete to Ebron. Incomplete to James Washington over the left. It's caught by Cody White for first down. Roethlisberger short to Claypool, 17 yards. Roethlisberger short over the middle. Najee Harris for five yards. Deep left to Claypool for 29 yards. No huddle, Roethlisberger left short for nine yards at this point. Uh, short left. So at this point, we've got a first and ten on Cincinnati's 11. Ben takes a sack from Sam Hubbard for eight. Calls a timeout with 346 left. Second and 18. Ben throws a short pass to James Washington for eight yards. So that puts us back on Cincinnati's 11. Then Ben throws an throws a pass into the end zone intended for Eric Ebron, who can't haul it in. And then on fourth and fourth and ten, Ben passes short to Najee Harris, who's diagonal to him. On fourth and ten, on Cincinnati's eleven, where he literally should have tried for the end zone just to get any points. Hits Najee Harris for a negative one yards. It's just... And then Boz missed a field goal earlier that really hurt us. And then it... in There's a drive a couple drives earlier. Penalty on Dan Moore. False start five yards. Najee. Boom. Najee. Boom. <laughs> then the one towards the end. Four plays, eight yards. Roethlisberger passed short to Najee Harris. Oh, that's... Never mind. Roethlisberger pass short left to Najee Harris for eight yards. Then it's to Najee, incomplete. Claypool, incomplete. Najee, incomplete. And these, I mean, the last ball hit Najee right in the numbers. I just, there's so many questions about this team that I have right now. And so many frustrations going on. It's just, it's so frustrating to sit and watch this team and watch this offense and I mean, the the blame goes to, to a lot of different people. You got, obviously, Randy Fickner wasn't the problem if Canada's offense is still trying to run wide receiver screens. God, we've been doing this since Todd Haley. What 
Something needs to change. I get Ben can't throw deep that more, but Jesus fuck, go over the middle. Throw it downfield. Stop getting side to side. I mean, I get it. You want to get your receivers and tight ends and running backs to do the work, and which they can, but eventually, man, defenses are picking up on this quick. We can't run the ball. So we're throwing dink and dunks, and they're, it, that's easy shit to stop. I mean, god damn, come on. There's so many question marks on this O-line. You do, we, I mean, you don't have a solidified player on that O-line. Dotson was good last year in his rookie year. I mean, for the games he played. Trey Turner, I mean, he's solidified, but man, he's on the talent. He's he's not as good as he once was, Toby Keith. And then you got two rookies, Dan Moore and Kendrick Green, who Kendrick Green got hurt, so J.C. Hassenhauer stepped in there. And then Ch- Chooks, who had a concussion and got hurt today. We're thin as it is on the O-line, and now we have two injuries to add to it. I mean, Kendrick Green walked off under his own power, but Chooks was in concussion protocol, so who knows how he is. Zach Banner's going to be back soon, which I think will help us out more, but at the same time, like, Mitchell, I'm pretty sure Mitchell Schwartz is healthy. What We have the cap space for him. What is stopping you from picking up Mitchell Schwartz? I don't... It doesn't make sense. Unless, I mean, you can tell me if he's not... Every, know my Twitter is at Ice Herbert. Message me if he's not healthy, but I'm pretty sure he is. But... I don't know. And then... We just... We, we need to make moves for O-line. It's as simple as that. Somebody out there, I guarantee, will want Ebron. Somebody is desperate for a tight end. Right? I mean, somebody's got to want Ebron for something. But it's... I don't know. Benny Snell. Mason Rudolph. Either of those. Offer trades. Taylor Decker's on IR. Wait till he gets off and trade for him. I'm sure. I mean, they had to move him for Penny Sewell anyways. But we need to make moves for O-line. It's just that simple. Ben cannot keep, ben cannot keep taking the same amount of hits that he's been taking this year and make it through the rest of the year. It's not going to happen. He can't and it, it doesn't he doesn't work in Matt Canada's offense. That candidate is built for a young, athletic quarterback. Ben cannot roll out. He did. I mean, he did it today. A shovel pass to Nashi fell on his own two fucking feet. But I mean, it's enough about the offense for now. Flip over to the defense. Um, they're gone. Instead of this being the steel curtain 2.0, this is the steel curtain 0.2. Man. Our defense is average at best without TJ. It just goes to show you how good TJ Watt is. Without him, we're nothing. I, you know, you really take TJ for, for granted, but he's that glue. He's that guy on that defense. We. This was the first game. I think I still have the stat up on my phone. I might have cleared it. Trying to find it. It's the first game, and she's I don't know how long since the Steelers have gotten haven't gotten a sack. Are I mean it's broken. The sack streak's broken. 
I don't know where it is. It's gone, I think. But I mean, I don't know how many games it's been since we haven't ruled. Or sorry, I was reading another notification. Haven't gotten a sack, but it's been a while. Man, it might. I want to say maybe 2016, maybe longer than that. But it got broke today against a Cincinnati Bengals offensive line who is not that good either. But when you only have to go against Cameron Hayward and Melvin Ingram, that you none of the other guys are going to get free. I just. It's crazy. It, it was not a pretty game to watch. I'm not going to say I paid that much money to be there. Damn, I shouldn't have done that. It's a Steelers game. I'll pay however much to go out there, and if they lose, they lose. It's the first time I've seen them lose at Heinz. Of course, I've seen two games. I've been to two games back-to-back. Or not back-to-back. I've been The past two games I've been to have been Steelers-Bengals. They've lost both of them. So, no more Steelers-Bengals games from here on out. But... I don't know. There's just so many question marks on this team that I can't fully think that we'll be a playoff team because the schedule doesn't get easier from here. We go to Green Bay next week. Then it's we come home for Denver the week after that. We're home for Seattle, which I'll be at. And then I believe we go to Cleveland. For on Halloween. Yeah. So it's not like, and then we're home for Chicago and Detroit. But those aren't cakewalks either. Look at, I mean, Detroit almost beat Baltimore. Granted, hopefully our defense is better by then. We'll be able to feast on Chicago like Cleveland did. But like these next four games, you got Green Bay, who's currently. Wow, tied right now with San Francisco. They blew that one. They were up 17-0, and San Francisco just now scored. So tied with San Francisco, a Denver team that, I mean, granted, hasn't played anybody yet, but they're still 3-0. and And then a Seattle team that's always going to put up numbers. And then you go to Cleveland, which we have, what, we haven't won in Cleveland in what two years we didn't win last year and the year before that was the I was the Mason Hellman incident right yeah we haven't that's see that's a thing that nobody we don't realize we have not won in Cleveland in two years not that that makes I mean granted I mean Thursday night the helmet thing and Ben Ben hasn't played in Cleveland in two years but still and then, yeah, like I said, home against Chicago, home against Detroit. And then we go to L.A. And after you go to L.A., they come back to Cincy, go home for Baltimore, back for Minnesota, home for Tennessee, back for Kansas City. And then it's home for Cleveland, then out to Baltimore. Our bye week, I want to say, After that Cleveland game. Let me check my calendar. It's the 
October 31st. Yeah. So, no. Because we play Monday night. 14th. When the fuck is our... Oh, our bye week is before the Cleveland game. Yeah. So, we play the 17th, then bye week, and then we go to Cleveland on the 31st. So, you're maybe looking at... At the at best four and two, but three and three. That's the and the only sad reason I say three and three is that would be the most Pittsburgh Steeler thing to do is to lose at home to Vegas and Cincy, but go to Buffalo and beat Buffalo and go to Green Bay and beat Green Bay. I'll keep my hopes up with four and two. That'd be fantastic to go on a three-game winning streak going into the bye week and then going into Cleveland. But it's just going to all depend on how Ben plays and how that O-line plays and if we get key starters back. I, I believe Highsmith and Watt will be ready to go next week. Um, I don't think Deontay Johnson will. But and, and people don't like to admit it, but Deontay Johnson is our number one. He's going to get you yards. He's Ben's most targeted player. And it, it really showed today. But I don't know, I'll keep my head up. It's, I mean, it sucked today. I'm not gonna, they played terrible. I've never... Yeah, I mean, Green Bay's favorite to win. Yeah, I figured. They're probably favored by seven or eight points at the start, but too early to tell, but um, I've never heard the offense get booed that hard before. It was bad. It They're yelling, fuck you, Matt Kennedy, Ro- get off the field, Roethlisberger. I mean, they're booing everybody. It was bad. And I mean, and rightfully so. Fans are pissed. Like, 11-0... To get first rounded in playoffs last year, we're still not over that, I don't think. And then to come into this season and beat Buffalo in Buffalo and have a strong performance there just to get blown out by Vegas and blown out by Cincinnati. Fans are pissed. It's the same shit every year. High expectations, low performance. I I mean, aside from the 11-0 start last year, but that last six games, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers that people know. Not the 11-0, we're going to come in or force the ball down your throat and run the ball and jam that shit down your throat. It's, we're going to throw it through the air. Roethlisberger's going to throw 50 times. It This new wave of the Steelers is just not cutting it. You can't, Roethlisberger's 39 he can't throw the ball 50-plus times a game. It's not going to work. You need to get O-line help. But it's, I mean, it's the same shit every year. Underperform against subpar opponents. It just... I don't know, and it, I still surprise Pikachu face every time we lose trap games.
I don't know. I don't want us favored for the rest of the year. Favor everybody else but us. Maybe that'll get her kick in the ass and we'll finally start winning some fucking games. But I mean, I've seen this team in a worse situation before. 0-4 with Duck Hodges at quarterback came out, missed playoffs by one game. I'm not throwing in the towel because it's a Mike Tomlin-led Steelers team. This team is always going to bounce back from something. It happens all the time, whether they have to pull Ben midseason and stick Mason or Dwayne in there, but it's it's going to happen. Mike Tomlin will pull this team out of the mud, and they'll get it to where they need to be. It always happens. Now, but hopefully this year, since we're starting off shit at the... Because this... We've always started off poorly, aside from last year and kind of the year before that. We've always started off slow. So hopefully we start off slow and finish fast because <laughs> I'm tired of the starting off slow, doing good mid-year, and finishing slow. So hopefully we start off slow and we start to pick it up a little bit and then finish on a good note. But if we get into the bye week, if we if we go into the bye week and lose these next three and we're sitting at one one and five, it's gonna be tough for me to support this team to like to get the playoffs. Obviously I'm gonna support them, but it's gonna be hard for me to look at them and be like, Yeah, I think they could definitely pull this shit out and get the playoffs. It's just if if they go one and five, it's not gonna happen. But I don't know. When's the last time you've seen Pittsburgh down in last place in the AFC North? It's just... It's crazy. I don't get it. But... Yeah, we go to Green Bay next week, October 3rd. 425 game. So kind of that prime time window, but who knows? Um no, I mean I'm not taking anything away from the Bengals. They played great. Joe Burrow came out, guns slinging. Aside from that one pick that wasn't his fault. He came out and did his thing. Mixon came out and did his thing. Jamar Chase came out. I mean, they did. They picked up the slack for not having T. Higgins. The defense couldn't pick up the slack for not having T.J. Watt. Granted, you know, two different players, but it's always got to be next man up, and it just didn't really feel like that. But uh, I think that's my daily rant. I'll probably record another one next Sunday after the Packers-Steelers game. That's, I mean, it's a must-win. Because you, you have to stay pace with the rest of the division. Because Cleveland... Let me see here. Let me get a week four schedule. So, Pittsburgh goes to Green Bay. Cincinnati is home Thursday night against Jacksonville. Cleveland goes to Minnesota. 
and Baltimore goes to Denver. Which every one of the AFC North teams buzz are favored to win. So. And, and that Steelers-Packers game is a must win if you want to stay pace. In a perfect world, Trevor Lawrence wins his first NFL game, Broncos stand defeated, and Kirk Cousins likes that. So. Who knows? Other games to watch this week. You got obviously you got Tom Brady coming back to New England. Um, Kansas City at Philly. Seattle at New Orleans. Three and zero and three and zero. Arizona and the Rams. That Monday night game is Raiders Chargers. But I'm gonna go in with. Not high hopes, but I'm going to go in with hopes that we can somehow pull this off against Green Bay. So. Kind of go over a couple things before I get off. But uh, Juju got out. He was out with a rib injury midway through the game. He left. Claypool um, took a couple hits. Steelers NFL record of 75 games with a sack ends. Versus Bengals today. Week 7 of 26, 2016. It's the last, that was the beginning of the start for our SAG record. So. And Packers just beat the Rams, or the Niners. Wow, so they drove down a kicks field goal. Damn, because the Niners would have been up 20-27. Packers won 30-28. That makes the game a hell of a lot harder. All right, well, keep an eye on the injury report because it's just growing. Um, Big losers of the game, Steelers. I can't specifically point out a player because we failed in all three phases. Boss missed a field goal. Defense let up 24 points. And the offense couldn't get shit done. Um, I don't even think I consider a winner out of this. Anybody on that team. Pat Fryermuth, I guess. He got his first touchdown. But he had a, a big drop. But. I'll give the winner to Kobe White. Cody, Kobe White, I think that's his name. Number 15, since he got playing time. Kobe White's a basketball player. Sorry. Cody White. Yeah. So, yeah, winner of the game goes to Cody White and partial Pat Fryermuth. And loser is... Biggest loser's got to be that O-line. Because yikes. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week. That was my daily rant. Thank you for stopping by on more Pittsburgh, please. Uh, this will be uploaded probably sometime tomorrow, um, Monday. Um, but, yeah, we're going to try to do this solo every week talking about it. So, 
Hope you guys enjoy. If you ever want to talk about it, my DMs are open. I is Herbert on Instagram and Twitter. Let me know your thoughts and comments down below. And always, peace out.